yo, yo, what is up, ladies and gentlemen? It is your boy, the franchise player, Double B Bad Blood. Join once again from the main man down below, Mr. Michael Julian. And we are also joined by the staff writer for BodySlam.net. I'm going to make big more than my Morgan. Welcome. Hey. So, uh, before we get into it, before we get into it, Julian, you know who's still with me, right? I I think she's got two names. One of those names is a color. It's coming to me. You know, I was studying uh, the feud between Sir Conan Arthur Doyle and uh, and uh, Houdini, and uh, the, the the feud about mysticism. But the words are coming to me, and her name is Big Red. Big Red is still in the trophy case, ladies and gentlemen. Your boy is still the OIWA North American Heavyweight Champion. And not only am I a North American heavyweight champion, but I sent Miko Maestro packing back to Finland, taking his Finnish ass back to his You country. mean to tell me that you want a loser guest deported match? Well, hey, hey, look, this is the situation right here, man. I'm the North American heavyweight champion. He came to the ring and challenged me again, again. So what did I do? I said, hey, look, man, you got nothing. I got something you want. Why don't you give me something I want? If I beat you tonight, you give up your BCW contract and you go back to Finland. And he agreed. And seven minutes later, his ass was gone. Your boy, the franchise is still the OIW North American champion. Hey, man, uh, you know, the way he was making his way to the ring, he was driving the ladies wild doing uh, the magic mic gimmick. He might have wanted to call him to sleep. <laughs> Hey man, all bullshit aside, Miko Maestro's a damn good wrestler, man. Um, <clears throat> sad to see him go for thirty days, but hey, you know it is what it is, and I'm still your OIW North American champion. Um, so let's get down to brass tacks, man. Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. It was man, pretty, uh, kicked, pretty epic. We I kicked say. off the show because this is what our season premiere. So but Crown you know, Jewel. In the, the season books. premiere, had a bunch of rematches. Crown Jewel in the books. The uh, the draft is in the books. All the little leftover, you know, people shifting around in the books. So this is the fresh start. This is the brand new season of Monday Night Raw. So it's a fresh, brand new start, and we kick off with our WWE champion Big E coming to the ring, kind of saying, "Hey, you know, who's gonna step up? Who's gonna challenge for the title?" And out comes Seth Rollins, Rey Mysterio, Finn Balor, and Kevin Owens, all talking about all the titles they held. Uh, Kevin Owens specifically saying, uh, yeah, uh, if I remember correctly, I was here in Houston when I won the Universal Championship, and I beat you, Seth Rollins, right here in this ring. (laughs) <laughs> so anyway, uh, Sony Deville comes out. Uh, she had a bunch <clears> of <throat> enough, enough of their jaw jacking, and we get a fatal four-way ladder match for the number one contendership. What actually what turns out to be a kind of debit card in the bank, if you will, not quite money in the <laughs> bank, but you know, this little folder hanging over the top of the ring. Um, so I don't know if it's going to be next week, but the winner of that match, who was Seth Rollins. Spoiler alert, 
uh, we'll get the cash hey. in at some point or at any it point. Was, I don't know. It was a prediction. It wasn't a spoiler. We all knew. Prediction is a spoiler. <laughs> but look, let's let's do this, Morgan. How long have you been with Bodyslam.net? Uh, <clears throat> I actually just finally started writing about a month ago. I've been a follower and I've been friends with Cassidy since like 2014. We actually tried to launch a podcast way back in the day and it didn't work. <laughs> so I moved on to another site. But I've been, follow- look, I've been a supporter for a long time. And now look, BodySlam.net has a podcast pretty much every night of the week um, <clears throat> with the jabronis. Uh, a new group just started podcasting with us. As a matter of fact, they covered, they covered, um, they're covering um, tomorrow night's uh, NXT Halloween Havoc. So that means we don't have to watch that shit, which is good. Because <laughs> I don't want to watch that shit. Um, I guess it's a good thing I've got access to uh, Spectrum, but I've got and that Cassidy hooked me up because now I can actually start watching wrestling again. It says sitting on Twitter, like, okay, what the hell's going on? Refresh, refresh, start refreshing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to watch Halloween Havoc. You don't want to know about Braun Breaker and Von Wagner and all that other bullshit. No, um, you do want to know about Braun Breaker. You just don't want you to mean, know about. You, mean Rick you have a signer in the company. <laughs> Give him the name. You mean Rick Steiner. Steiner Jr. They have a sign. Why? Why would? Why would you deviate from the name? I don't know, man. It's because it's, it's it Vince so McMahon. Stu- the name is so stupid. stupid. Look. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I think we've. Pr- I think plenty of fans have proved uh, Vince McMahon right time and time again. So. <laughs> it is what it is. <clears throat> so um let's talk about Charlotte Flair, man. Let's talk about what happened on SmackDown with that stupid, stupid swap of the championships yet again. Yet again. So last time that we had a swap of the championships, it was the new day and the Street Profits swapping the tag team championships. This time, because big time Bex retained the crown jewel. And Charlotte retained at Raw the, 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 the week before against uh, Bianca Belair. Uh, they just decided to swap SmackDown and Raw titles because they're switching brands. Um, <clears throat> however, um, the trading of titles did not quite go as agreed upon. Um, someone kind of had the title <clears throat> tossed to them. And uh, it wasn't much appreciated. A little disrespect there was felt. A little heat in the back. There was a lot of disrespect. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, disrespect. allegedly someone was escorted out by security. I don't know. Okay, so let's just talk about that allegedly. <clears throat> you know how we are at this podcast. We never speculate. We never say what's going down unless we know what's going down. But there have been several, I mean several different podcasts platforms, several different wrestling news medias. We're talking like what culture wrestling, wrestle talk, bodyslam.net that have basically cataloged and categorized what the hell is going on with Charlotte Flair. A week ago, if you look, if you look a week ago, the funniest thing happened because <laughs> Charlotte's a I don't know if he's her fiance, whatever, whatnot you want to call him, but he posted fuck WFU WWE on Twitter. Basically, that was in, re- in response to the belt being thrown on the ground. Charlotte threw the belt on the ground and got pissed. That's what really happened. She didn't want to look stupid. 
She didn't want to be like, hey, she didn't want. She didn't want. She didn't want to be the one to hand the belt over first. Correct. She wanted to be. She didn't want to be without a belt, which is fucking stupid because we all know it's not the championship that makes the person; it's the person that makes the championship. So if you're one of those people <clears throat> that need a championship belt to validate who you are in this industry, then you're not worth the salt that you you know you're not worth shit. Because remember, it is not the belt that makes the person; it's the person that makes the belt. So Charlotte got pissed, threw the belt down. And apparently there was some heat backstage with her, Becky, and with, with Sonya Deville. To the point where Sonya Deville wanted to throw hands with her. So, I mean, it is what it is, man. Like, it's 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 ridiculous. Um, you know, there's those famous three words. Living the gimmick. <laughs> true statement, true statement. And, you know, her... Her dad did it for many, many, many years. Um, and how how far or how much of a how much of a work do you work yourself into until it's a shoot? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and so, that's the thing. Like, how much are you gonna get in? How how seriously are you gonna take this shit? Right. And yeah. she's did it. She's I mean, like look, she's had issues with um, Nia, she's had issues with um, um, Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. Apparently, she's had she's had she's had issues with Becky Lynch from stemming from like two three years ago when she was out with an injury, or out with an injury. And Becky, oh, the plastic like, comment. The, yeah, the plastic comment. You know, I mean, say what you will, say what you will, and quite honestly. Charlotte does have the upper hand in this whole thing because the WWE's talent roster on SmackDown is shit when it comes to women. So they need her. But she's taking it to a whole new level with that whole need and want. You know what I mean? It is what it is. Yeah. It is massive it is. text messages. My, my thing with Charlotte is I mean, she's an undeniable talent. Um, yeah, she's putting too much emphasis on the belt, but also it's like, I understand she wants out of her contract. I understand she wants to get out of there. I understand she's got issues and yeah, she's got her tension with Becky because you know, that comment that Becky made, yeah, it was a little uncalled for to release granted by Charlotte before she say it. And we all know, I mean, it's been, <clears throat> we all know Charlotte is highly insecure about her looks and when she was out for that time she wasn't getting more surgeries she was getting a correction made her implants had busted had been leaking for six months and were making her sick that's a long ass recovery time because you're going in you're scraping a whole bunch of shit out and you're allowing everything to heal so yeah that was a little bit of a low blow for becky but at the same time charlotte needs to suck it up and get over it and just you know at least be civil until the end of her contract and she decides to renew or just leave or if WWE does that famous thing they're uh, that thing they're famous for, like, oh, you were out for this amount of time, so we're gonna tack that to the end of your contract. You're not leaving exactly. just yet. Yeah. It's like I, I be be an adult, be an adult and deal with it. Like I've I worked jobs where I, I I wanted to punch Michael. It looks like Morgan's internet is 
having issues. Can you hear us, Morgan? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Okay, now we can. It was hear too you. much heat, man. She she, she okay. dropped her dropped, she was, drove her band crazy. Yeah, she was over there. She was dropping that nuclear heat. <laughs> <laughs> it was that nuclear heat, man. Like uh <laughs> somewhere oh, Tessa man. Blanchard is about to have a shit fit. <laughs> that's her. Oh, 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 we forgot to tell you. Tessa's watching like that that's name. my that's my role. That's mine. You don't say that name on this podcast. <laughs> She's the band name on this podcast. Can we just call her? Can we call her? Can we call her the Crimson Chin? Oh, wow. Oh, hey, the Crimson Chin. Wow, okay. Okay. I've seen plenty of (laughs) nicknames on Twitter, so. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Speaking of Twitter, Mark Carano is going to be fucking talking shit on the podcast, man. I can't wait to hear that. Oh God, Carano's gonna be on a podcast. Oh Lord, I can't wait to hear oh. what Carano has to say. Oh my God, who's the, whose podcast is he gonna be on? Oh man, I just saw it on Twitter. I can't go back to it. My friggin' mouse is dying. Look, um, so let's get into this raw review. Let, let's let's go ahead and get raw out of the way, right. and I'll put the information about the uh, dazzling Charlotte Flair. <laughs> so. uh yeah, so after the Bollywood between the uh, Bollywood and Bollywood, uh, the Bollywood between the uh, you know the guys getting ready for the four way match, uh, we had a video package rewinding you know RK Bro versus the uh, Street Profits and the interference between AJ and almost he's so large uh, interference and uh, you know showing uh, almost choke slamming Riddle onto the ring apron and whatnot, um, and then all of a sudden, bam, Chiron comes up. And we're told that we're getting a three-way tag team match for the uh, to determine the, the contenders for the tag team titles tonight on Raw. And it's going to be the Dirty Dogs versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy. Um, and it's coming up next. And so, bam, here we are. You know, six-man tag, three-team tag. I will uh, say this, triple threat tag. Yeah, I will say this. WWE did throw a three-way tag team match. They did throw a, a monkey wrench into the whole scenario because remember they had been advertising. They advertised it last week uh, on Thursday, no, on Monday. No, they advertised it on, online Friday that the WWE Tag Team Championships will be defended on Raw. RK Bro versus AJ and almost. But that didn't happen, and they they changed it. I'm glad they changed. They finally decided yeah, yeah. to do something changed. right. So what we got instead was the Street Profits versus. The Dirty Dogs and the Alpha Academy. Um, and so, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know if you've ever heard this before, and I'll come in closer, but it is a crime that Otis is not wearing a Vader mask and doing a <laughs> Vader 2.0 gimmick right now. I knew you were gonna say he that. He should be doing Vader bombs, he should he should be doing the whole thing, especially after he shaved. You know what? I don't even want him to come in with the shoulder pad with the smoke and the steam and he don't do he don't need to do all that. He just needs the mask and he can go ahead and let um um Shorty G be his um you know be his manager. Let's not do the Shorty G thing again. <laughs> I, I, I don't mean as Shorty G. I was but, saying um, I I was gonna say I thought I thought they got rid of the Shorty G name, or am I, I that far out of the loop? Not a Shorty G. That was so bad. Okay, that was so bad. But but anyway, like why why? So so this was actually kind of funny because in the, for the first time in a long time, we had a two heel tag team 
versus one babyface tag team, and we didn't run into the whole two heels crossing, you know, getting greedy and screwing each other out of a win. Yeah, they weren't crossing. That's the not what happened. Um, but what we did get is Angelo Dawkins just hitting a plethora of suplexes. I mean, he just pulled out a gang of them, just one right after the other, and it was beautiful. And, of course, Alpha Academy hit the beautiful heart attack. I love that move from way back in the day. I loved it when Bertha Hitman and Nineheart would hit it. It was great, and they are doing them definite justice. Um, but after they hit the heart attack and um, – and uh, uh, and the pin was in place. We definitely had Montez hit the sky high frog splash. Bam, broke it up. And then, oh my God, there he is. He's so large. He's so huge. Own personal colossus. He's so big. Years, and he just starts killing everybody. He's so big. Everybody, even the crowd. Because he's so big. Because he's so big. He's so big. And he punches Dawkins in the face. And and I, I, I hate to be, you know, it was, was kind of obvious because Angelo Dawkins leans between the ropes like, hey, you, you need to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Almost clocks him. Dirty Dogs get the pin, and they are your tag team contenders for the night. Now, I was very, very, very impressed with the Dirty Dogs tonight. Big Rob. A big Rob. <laughs> big Bob. Big Bob. Big Bob. <laughs> I was very impressed with him tonight. Um, and I liked the way commentary kept putting them over. Like, they were a SmackDown tag team champions. They were raw tag team champions. Like, they're the only tag team legit in this thing. And I was like, well, what about the tag team And champions? it was <laughs> glorious. I, I, you know, look, I, I'm so sad that those guys left NXT, but Bobby Roode left NXT. Because remember those glorious routines with Tommaso Ciampa and, and Johnny Gargano where they would catch him. Robert Roode would be in the bathroom on a toilet. It's also his music would start playing. And they kicked the door open and he wasn't there. Then they kicked the second door open and he wasn't there. And then they kicked the third open, the, the third door open, and he opens the door and he looks up and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. That got that. God, those. I was, so was just like, over. oh my god. I was actually just talking about that. I still have to edit it. I've had some problems with my computer, so I just finally downloaded iMovie, and I have to edit an interview that I actually did with Aiden English a couple weeks ago, where we actually talk about um, the pinnacle that was NXT between 2014 to 2018, and just how it's unmatched. And. It's she's gonna be entertained. He just goes on and on, and his eyes light up, and it's it's fantastic. And that's what I'm saying. Like, like it the NXT great. 2.0 now, great. or 3.5 or 7.8, wherever fuck it is. <laughs> 4.0. No one gives a shit about it right now. Like that's the that's the ugly stepsister. That's like okay, you know when you go out to a club, and it's like this. There's like five really really unattractive women, and then there's a one super hot one. The one super hot one hangs out with all her five other friends, so she can make herself look better. Just like guys, guys go to the to club. To be fair, one... guys do it too. Like the guys it, go to the club, the big five fair. ugly dudes, and one good looking one, and we all like, hey, look at us, you know. That's NXT is the ugly friend right now to Raw and SmackDown. 
<laughs> to like, be fair, I mean, NXT. How long did it take to get NXT to where it was? It's just it's going right back to the beginning. It, it, it was it's never meant to be its own brand. It was meant to be developmental. So it's just it, it's going back to the basic building blocks. It's a reboot. So we probably just have to give it. Let me tell you about a reboot. That's a reboot right there. Oh, yeah, man. And that reboot's coming <laughs> one of these days. We don't get it. 3MB will never return. It. Never. We will get it. We will get it. I don't care if they bump into each other at Albertsons. Let me tell you if something. someone is there to take a picture, because it w- <laughs> Not Albertsons. Not Albertsons. Oh, my God. I haven't heard that store name in years. Oh, my God. <laughs> you had to go there. The I'm saying there. now there's the pinnacle. Of the, now there's the pinnacle of the South. Right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about 3MB. You know why it never happened again? I'm gonna tell you why it never happened again. Because it was shit. Well, that too. But you know why it would never happen again? Because all their careers are too large now. They they no, they launched no. off from it. It's because of people like you, Julian. Because of people like you, it will never happen. You know why? Because you want it to happen. And Vince doesn't want to give you what you want. I, I mean, look, that. even Batista was like, give me what I want. Give me what I want. Fans, what want? give me what I want, give Vince. Me I want. Give me what I want. <laughs> no, I'm going to give you what I want, pal. I'm going to give you 500 matches with Goldberg, pal. <laughs> That's what he's going to do. You know what? I imagine one day I'm going to I mean, a- Big E wouldn't be opposed to that. I, I'm, I'm going to get a Twitter direct message. And it's gonna be those three guys together taking a selfie <laughs> just for me. You know what you can That's do. All me. That's all you you me. know what you can do? You can go ahead and you can find three and B on fucking what's that uh um on um God, what's that that, that cameo? You can find them on cameo. <laughs> you could be like where hey, Drew McIntyre alone hey. will charge you six hundred freaking bucks for a goddamn video for a thirty ladies second video. Ladies and gentlemen, my birthday is February seventeenth. You want to do another <laughs> solid? You want to do me a solid? You think that the work that I'm doing here by watching Raw for you is worth something? You get the modern day Maharaja. You get Maharaja. the one rock band. You get the Scottish psychopath. To get onto one cameo and wish me a happy birthday, you will never hear about 3MB from me. Shut the fuck yeah. up. Are you, I, I'm, I'm on it. Let me find. I am on it right now. Let me go find. Where the hell is Drew McIntyre's cameo right now? I'm about to buy will, that shit for you. I will, right I will let it go. I will let it go. I will let it go. I'm going to buy that shit for you right now. There, there it is right there. There it is. Too. Wow. You are not playing. <laughs> oh my god! Is it actually? It's four hundred dollars. Is it actually six hundred bucks? No, it's four hundred. That's even worse. That's just for Scott. That's just for Drew McIntyre. I bet. I, hold on. Let me see if I can find Heath. Slater. You want all three, man? You gonna shell out at least a grand? Hold on. Let me see if I can find Heath Slater. It's kind of like <laughs> each of the Infinity Stones by themselves. Hey, I can get good. you one. I can get you one from Heath Slater for fifty bucks. <laughs> See, Slater's fifty dollars. Talk to Hornswoggle too. Wow, you're you're asking for way too much now. Now you want you want Horny too? You know, because you know he's the manager. Oh my god! 
You just want to have another WLC match. That's all it is. How about the modern day Maharaja? Oh, yeah, I ain't going to find him on there. But let me tell you something. Uh, about him. I, to a party. I don't think he has one. Is he trying I, to went to a, I went to a party um, um, at WrestleMania weekend called the uh, <clears throat> called Wally Mania. Yes. And I walked into Wally Mania. Yes. And uh, I'm hanging out with Rey Mysterio and, you know, Chris Jericho and Kelly Kelly and the late Shaq Gaspar and JTG. We're all up in the VIP area. And um, I nudged JTG and I said, hey, bro, is that who I think it is? He's like, oh, yeah, that's Jinder Mahal. Jinder was standing up on the stool and he was smoking hookah. His legs are so fucking skinny. Like he, his upper body is like super muscular. Yeah, and he has like little twig, twiggy ass legs. I was like, that is not him. And he had like some shorts. So he has clothes. former Kevin Nash syndrome. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. There it is. He should have put some pants on his ass. Should have put some pants on. I was but, say um, Kevin Nash built his stuff up though. He's uh he's he's equal now, but I do, do remember. And Brock has the same problems. All upper body, and then <laughs> he's only in his fifties. Come on. Yeah, but he's he's he's. I'm 47 and I look 25. I look 30. He's 40. He's 52 and he looks 90. So <laughs> <laughs> he hit the hard. He hit the road hard and laid it out wet. Oh, um, he did. Yeah, he did. He sure the fuck did. And with that, we're gonna. Well, go I mean, let's road. look at the click and all the shit they did. Triple exactly. H was the only one who literally didn't do anything. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Get your hair cut, you go get your hair cut right. You head down to Big D's Barbershop. Big D's Barbershop, Vancouver, Washington's best and brightest. 1019 Main Street, Vancouver, Washington, where you can go get your hair lined up, cuts, fades, shampoos, conditions, and all the great things that go with supporting a local barbershop in a local business area. You can also reach them online at www.bigdsbarbershop.com. Go get your hair cut right. These are more than just the sounds of a safe place to go after school. These are the sounds of interest being ignited and of mentors making an impact. At Boys and Girls Clubs, we don't do just one thing. We do whatever it takes to meet the needs of every kid who comes through those doors. Because whatever it takes is what it takes to build great futures. Great futures start here. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. And we're back. Man, I tell you. Conversation about you totally light my fuse. Anyway, um, so let's 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 talk about uh, the rest of this Monday Night Raw. Oh man, so guess what we got tonight? 
hey, so we're, we're going to go off the beaten path here, and we're going to talk about two of the most unexpected things of the night that we got. Number one, we got a video package for Veer. Right? <laughs> like shocked. his own video package. No Shanky, no modern day Maharasha, just Veer by himself. Now, Veer did have a tag team partner, and his partner was released for reasons uh, that have been uh, discussed previously. But looks like Veer is going to go off on a, a, a singles run here. He's going to hmm. veer off onto his own. Hmm. Okay. All right. I'll tell you, I'll anyway. tell you this. Veer and Shanky. <sighs> the best one is on Raw right now. <laughs> uh, oh, did, did Veer and Shanky get split up? Yeah. Did Shanky actually go to SmackDown? Yeah. Is, is, is Shanky with Jinder Mahal? No. Oh. Fear, Stanky. Is Shanky going to stab John Cena in the club? Bro. Because, you know, they call him Shanky. <laughs> Shanky. Stanky. No. All right. Uh, oh, so man. the second surprise that we got, ladies and gentlemen, in our United States title match of the night, we get Damian Priest defending against T-Bar. T-Bar. Hey, man, look. <clears throat> if y'all miss this match, you miss something special. T-Bar came with the offense. First of all, he was representing Retribution. He was holding it down for Slapjack. He was holding it down for Mace. He's holding it down for everybody. He came out there. Was that a a discet drive-by kick that he gave to David Bro, Green. he fucked him up with that spot. Kicked the <laughs> shit out of him. Oh, then man. turned around, and my man T-Bar went and hit a moonsault. What? Yes. I mean, he was just pulling out all the stops. And then he goes outside the ring, and he picks up an announcer's chair and throws it at Damian Priest. Did you read uh, Damian Priest's mouth? He looked up and he said, you motherfucker. Yeah. That was a straight shoot. That was a straight shoot. He was going ham. Like, like Morgan, Morgan, tell me, what are your thoughts on that crazy shit? Um, Jesus. I mean, first I was just happy to see Damien Priest, period, because I absolutely love him. Uh, but I'm watching that match and I'm like, okay, they're going stiff as fuck right now. And some of this looks a little unplanned um, shoot here. What's going on? Yeah, but it was a, a good it was a good ass match. And honestly, I wouldn't mind if they kind of elaborated on that a little further. Instead of just like a one off. Mm -hmm. Hey, right now, that was a fight. That was a legit fight. Did you? You can tell. You can just see the look on his face. I've been in matches where I've had that look. Um, <laughs> you can just tell the look on his face. He was so heated, so heated. He snapped. He legit snapped, and just man, <laughs> it was it was crazy. Hey, crazy, so crazy, crazy. Well, I guess we're gonna have to. 
see what uh fight bro i've got i've got that patreon subscription so i'm sure my phone's gonna be blown up with uh alerts tomorrow from Sean patreon Sapp's gonna have a lot to say about that hey so um, uh, i can't wait to see him pop off i don't know if you guys had checked uh twitter earlier t- or earlier this evening um god let me find it um, I practically live on Twitter, but I may have missed it. Whatever it is. So, so T Bar said, "Hey, that that was a DQ match. He did not submit. He did not get pinned. Um, he did not get beaten by Damian Priest. Right. So, right. still, he's, as far as he's concerned, he is still the number one contender for the United States title, and he deserves a rematch. Oh, he does too. So, uh, so T Bar versus Damian Priest part two. It's got to be coming up next." Next week, next year, <clears throat> nice little run out of it. Um, let's hope so. Hey, if y'all didn't know, Zelina, sorry, Queen Zelina Vega is a heel. Okay, look, I gotta say this before no. we go any further. Before we go any further, I gotta say this. Why did she come out with an English accent? Can you explain because that to me? Thank you. Thank you. Like, I'm just like, she's bouncing. She was like, listen, it was really bad. It's an accent more was, than Lana bouncing. did when she was switching from Russian to American. It was, it was yeah, bouncing back poor, and forth. Yeah, poor Microme. Poor Microme. She was like, and you, Rome. <laughs> what the hell is she doing? It was like, you need to introduce me like we rehearsed it earlier. And she kept going in and out of the, the English voice. You know, and then do it's like, girl, well, you're not British, and that was not a good British accent. Don't do it, <sighs> bro. Do so that ass, <laughs> but she she did the double knees to the face off the top rope on Dewdrop in slow fucking motion, and it really looked like Dewdrop was setting her down. But then Dewdrop goes and sells it like it was just like, ah, I took two knees to the face. And she falls back. And it I, I watched it on like on video just <laughs> over and over from various sources. And I was like, wait, did I see that oh. right? Oh, it, this video is too slow. So I watched it someplace else. And I go, nope, that's no, the same you speed. <laughs> it's like, no, that's the same speed. Yeah, it was yeah, it was yeah, ridiculous, yeah. dude. It was ridiculous. Hey, let me. But Zelina wins, and she is a heel. Okay, so is it everybody else's internet connection, or is it mine? By the way, Charlotte threw the belt down. I'm guessing it's an overall back connection. Uh, he's bouncing yeah at first I thought it was just me okay now it's not just you other I feel like I'm watching that episode of Another Life where they took the AI and they slowed down her processor and she was like oh, I'm being tortured Am I the only one watching Another Life? Come on now. It's on Netflix. It's on, they're on season two. 
or video. No, it's definitely not. <clears throat> Hey, yeah, uh, Trey, yeah, that's right. We will be the only ones down for 3MB. So, y'all, BJ is frozen. Um, he took one too many shots to the head this weekend um, during <laughs> his title defense, and he is now frozen. Uh, he's probably going to go to a medical facility and be attended to by a medical professional. And then he will be back, or maybe an IT professional. I think oh, I'll, I'll look at that. get your hair cut you go get your hair cut right you head down to big d's barbershop big d's barbershop vancouver washington's best and brightest 1019 main street vancouver washington where you can go get your hair lined up cuts fades shampoos conditions and all the great things that go with supporting a local barbershop in a local business area you can also reach them online at www.bigdsbarbershop.com Go get your haircut right. These are more than just the sounds of a safe place to go after school. These are the sounds of interest being ignited and of mentors making an impact. At Boys and Girls Clubs, we don't do just one thing. We do whatever it takes to meet the needs of every kid who comes through those doors. Because whatever it takes is what it takes to build great futures. Great futures start here. You tell them, Sash. All right, let's try this again, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. And we're yeah, back. And we're back. Oh, that was Morgan just popped up like the Undertaker. Boy. She was gone for a second. They just boom right there. Okay. So, um, we were talking about Mike Johnson, the PWI insider. Um, he basically made a report saying that. Several people backstage were pissed off about the whole Charlotte Flair throwing the belt down gimmick at SmackDown. And um, the lion's share of people backstage don't want to work with Charlotte anymore. Like a lot of people are saying that she's in it for herself. She's not a team player. Um, people are praising Becky as a hero for standing up to her. They're basically Charlotte is the next Charlotte is the new Tessa Blanchard. Oops, did I said that name. Oh, you said them words. You said yeah. them words. Charlotte is, Charlotte is a new TB. That's what we'll call her, the TB. Tuberculosis. Uh, the new tuberculosis. Disease, apparently, in a locker room. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty pretty freaking bad. She wants to get out of that contract so she can go with AEW and, you know, it is what it is. Um, hey, so let's, let's do a little forecasting here. Oh, shit. Wait, wait, wait. You sure you want to do, you sure you want to do predictions? Okay, let's let's do a little bit of forecasting here. Predictions, Not predictions, forecasting. <laughs> forecasting. Okay. What what would Charlotte's Flair, Charlotte Flair's reception be 
to an AEW locker room, considering A, the treatment she's used to receiving working for WWE, and B, the treatment that she would expect as a star coming in, Flair's daughter, the queen of wrestling, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Of course, it automatically gives her a few to break her, and it automatically makes her the heel. Of course. Well, I'll tell you this. If she goes to WWE, I mean, if she goes to AEW, there's no way on God's green earth she's going to play second fiddle to anyone. And Britt Baker is the number one person, the number one female in AEW right now. So, so she probably I'm saying, be coming there. I'm saying. I'm saying. Like, I, don't think, I don't think she'll be coming there. Uh, at the same time, I mean, I'm pretty sure Tony Khan would give her whatever she wants. He has a bottomless pit for a bank account. And obviously, I can't confirm or deny anything because I don't exactly know. But rumor is that the big names who have come to you already get basically get their ass kissed when they want anyway. So she will be coming into exactly what she expects and she's probably going to get it. I don't know. I think that would go over like a lead balloon with the other talent. Oh, it would. It obviously would. But uh, the other alternative right now, as far as they're concerned, is WWE. And a lot of people don't want to go to WWE anymore. So it's basically just another version of it's in a whole new company. But that sounds a whole lot like uh, ATM Eric and WCW of... Uh, of the early 2000s. Which AEW has been getting that comparison for at least the past year. So, I mean, if so many people are making that comparison at some point, when does there start to be truth to those allegations? Yeah. We could talk about that on Wednesday night. <laughs> All right. Let's get back I'm to I'm always this. up for starting shit on Wednesday. Oh, there it is. Let, let, let's get back to this Monday Night Raw. Which actually wasn't too bad. It was not too bad. In fact, in fact, it was it highly entertaining because uh, you know, out next we had um the video package of Brock Lesnar and why he suspended. So, you know, uh, <laughs> this guy's exhausted his appearance dates for the year. Let's uh get him off TV for a while. Exactly. So Brock Lesnar kind of you know went crazy and loco. And F five to a bunch of people on SmackDown, so he's been suspended indefinitely, um, probably until the Rumble. I'm guessing. Um, so we get the video package, and then out comes Big Time Bex with the verbal rundown. Nobody can compare to her. She got the Raw Championship on her shoulder. Um, I don't remember if they did a video package about the belt exchange or anything. Uh, I don't remember it. No, they didn't um, actually. And then, um, you know, and of course, out comes the EST and how she deserves a shot at the women's at the Raw Women's title because she just got finished beating Charlotte. Um, <clears throat> and she's not the one who got pinned to Crown Jewel. So next week on Raw, we're going to get Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, KO and Finn talk backstage. Then we get our Damian Priest and T-Bar match. Uh, and then we get... Uh, 
Carmella versus Liv Morgan. Okay, so I'm going to say two things about this Carmella versus Liv Morgan match. One, Mella is money. Mella is money. Mella is money all day, every day, twice on Sunday. Um, I do want to know, <laughs> my our good friend, Kate Hensler, posted on Twitter, and I quote, Carmella's boobies are just out there. <laughs> Dude, them things were thanging tonight. I need to know uh, what bra she uses because damn. <laughs> I was just going to say this. I was going to say this. I didn't, I mean, I'm not going to lie and say I didn't notice it because what man wouldn't notice it. But did you notice how much Corey Graves was putting her over so much tonight? I mean, we all know they just got engaged like two days ago. But he was putting her over so much tonight to the point to where Liv Morgan bumped outside the ring, threw Carmella over the desk, over the table, and said, happy uh, happy engagement, and grabbed her and threw her back in the ring. <clears throat> I'm uh, quite sure he's putting her over later on tonight, too. Putting her over the Yeah, then commentary just... Oh, I was now nah, he was putting her over because he knew it's the couch tonight if he doesn't. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen some of their their TikToks and stuff where she totally shits on him. It's so funny. Um, do you like scat? No. Why? Oh, oh, that's, <laughs> that's disgusting. Just gross. Like long, I was gonna like, say, like, um, I don't know if they've quite got away with that on TikTok yet. I don't think well, people are doing pushing the limits though. Two, two girls, one cup. I can't. No. Julian. I apologize for that. I have a uh, very needy cat who does not know the meaning of the word no. Ladies and gentlemen, those are the words of Julian, and they're only of Julian. They do not reflect those of the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast <laughs> or BodySlam.net. I got a disclaimer again. Come on. Uh, God damn it, Cheryl. You're right. There you go. Demonetized. No, she said demonized. No, stop demonetizing the demonized. video. Demonized. She said demonized. Thank you very much. Oh, she did. Dem- oh, she did. Oh, they both said demon. <laughs> Look, demonetized. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Back on track. God damn it. <laughs> okay, so right, uh, back, 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 uh, back to Melon and her two cups. All right, go ahead. <laughs> but look, D-cup. she came out. She D-cup. came out in some fl- some fr- some fly ass jays. I did post on Twitter them jays though. Um, so she, oh, correct exists. <laughs> she came out in some jays. Um, you know, she did her thing. She got in the ring, and she was like, I'm so beautiful. I'm so gorgeous. And then Corey Graves is like, she's so beautiful. She's so gorgeous. Mella is money, blah, blah, blah. Um, so she went on for a good, like, five minutes and while during the commercial on. break. And then she came back on, and she had that stupid fucking mask on. Carbon fiber mask. With diamonds. Diamonds encrusted mask. What the? F- Extra protective yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Cheryl, you're right. I'm just waiting for the day. I'm just waiting for the match that leads to the mask getting destroyed. Because you know, at some point, it's going to happen. Someone's going to run out with scissors and cut and cut it's it up. Be a mask on a pole match. <laughs> Some shit. 
a mask, hey. a TLC match with the winner gets the mask. Or something. Hey, but you you are. I'm sorry, did Vince over- is Vince Russo writing that match? No, 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 John John Laurinaitis. Oh no, it wouldn't be that. It would be no, else. John Laurinaitis would be a bra and panties on a pole match. You are completely overlooking the float over face buster. Okay, no, 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 no. I put that on my Twitter too. That was the okay, best okay, okay, finisher. Okay. I that that right there for me. Yeah. Oh, they did, a, they did a lot of reversals. They did a lot of reversals, it's, it's a lot of roll-ups. A little bit of tweaking, but it looked great. Yeah, they did a lot of reversals, a lot of t- like don't get me wrong, the match was great. Yeah. The finish? Wow. Like yeah. that roll that she she went into like a it was like a fireman's carry into that to like a court like a twisting like face buster. Yeah, and I was just like, great. ooh, I was like hashtag Mella is money. That Mella's money. always been money. Oh, all day, man, twice on. Oh, so. I remember when she came, I doubted her. I'm just like, and I was just like, it's a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. Oh, do you know what happened next though? Bearcat Lee clawed his way onto Raw next. Okay, here's. <laughs> God oh, damn. Julian! I mean, goddamn! With <laughs> the whole just, rawr, just the, all, yes. all, all the bullshit. Just, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Alistair Black leaves. He takes the fucking creaking coffin with him. Ricochet no longer that shit. They're like, we gotta put something in there. Oh, Bear Kelly! Mother. It was so stupid. Like, look, look, I'm going to tell you, my my ankle is still fucked up. It was so bad, I went to go put ice on my foot, okay? <laughs> when I came back, I was like, oh, shit, it's Cedric Alexander. I guess that push is gone. Yeah. <laughs> and he squashed the shit out of Cedric Alexander. It was so bad. Hey, I, I have a question. Have you all, as children, or maybe as the parent of children's, Children's children, have you read the book called Where the Wild Things Are? Yes, okay, yeah, that was looks like the fucking animal on the cover. He is where the wild things are. What where the wild things are? Vince's closet. (laughs) That's I'm never gonna unsee it. I'm never gonna unsee it. You can't, it's something that's gonna be burned into your retinas. Wow, that's. I guess you know what. So Vince is famous for take. He's not my creation, but I like him. So I've got to tear him down and build him back up. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He doesn't have to. Vince. We're not stupid. Keith Lee was fine the way he was. But his shirt, his jacket on the front, <laughs> still says Keith Lee, and it says Keith Bearcat Keith Lee. Lee. Keith Didn't Keith Lee, Lee say that this gimmick was his creation? Like the no. name and everything? Hmm. No. And I'm going to tell you something, Julian. This is all your fault. Okay. Yes. I'm, 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 I'm blaming it on you. You, know, you want to know why? I'm going to tell you why. Three weeks ago, we were talking about Bearcat Lee. Yes. And I said, wow, I hope they don't dress him up like a fucking idiot. And then you said, as long as they don't have the Crispin Wall claws on his chest, what did they have on his fucking shirt today? The claw marks. The cri- Vince McMahon is listening to you. Please. Okay, since Vince is listening to you, can you tell him to do something good with Keith Lee? Yes. Have like, Keith Lee 
reform the three MP. Oh <laughs> have Keith Lee run actually skip. have him attack Jinder Mahal, have him attack uh, Drew McIntyre, and then be like, "Who else is going to come out and save y'all?" And then out comes the one man rock band. Yeah, and the then mole. the three MB comes back together, and they beat up Keith Lee and send him packing. There's and a they just stand the, the ring together, and they're <laughs> rocking, and they're standing, and they're rocking, and the three MB is back. You're speaking oh it God. into existence. Yes, it's gonna he happen. He keeps doing this. Fucking, he doesn't get it. Fucking horse runs out. He's got their guitars, and he hooks them oh up, hooks up the amps. A creative is watching, like, well, our job's done. They're like, we finally got something new. <laughs> yeah, you just you just gave creative a whole new fucking like two two months of a push. Yeah, that it ended in like three days. By the time by the time Thursday comes around, the push is over. They just need one night, just one night. They can't do it. And you if, you just if did they, if they reunited three MB for one segment of the Royal Rumble, and then like Jinder Mahal threw the other two out, that'd be fine. Look. I know, and you're He's probably a bear saying that Jinder Mahal would not be the one throwing them out. It'd probably be Drew McIntyre throwing the other two out. I got you. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen. My, my, my co-host here, Mr. Julian, has lost his goddamn mind. Um, <laughs> but Bearcat Lee, yeah, the, the sound effects. Uh, too much. Fucking too much. stop. Nobody needs sound effects. I personally Nobody think that um, who who the hell do they have doing the music now? Because I know CFOS uh, RC uh, on whoever they got now. Um, they need to take away they need to take away the sound effects board because they're obviously having too much fun. It's like sound effects are great, but they're not a substitute for actual theme music. Thank you. Well, you know they also have that button where they just press the crowd noise in there. You know, <laughs> crowd's too quiet. Let's press this button. <sighs> Yeah. Anyway, so, anyway, so after Bearcat uh, Lee destroyed Cedric Alexander, I mean he 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 demonstrated that he's working a big man style. It's a squash style. Now at the end of the match, we did have Shelton Benjamin get in his face, mm-hmm. a little bit of a stare, stare down, down, but he backed down. But you know, uh, if I, in any match I can get with Shelton Benjamin, I'm happy. So if we can get Shelton Benjamin versus Keith Lee next week Jeez. and it's actually like a, a legit match, and who knows? Maybe Bobby Lashley will come back to get revenge for his uh, Hurt Business guys. Because he, he said he's coming back, and he said it's going to be all about business when he comes back. So Keith Lee might be on his docket. Keith Lee is married to me. I just want Shelton versus uh, Keith. I was just about to say – Mia Yim will pop off on Twitter and it'll be absolutely wonderful. Benjamin is her best friend. It will be so much heat on Twitter. It'll be great. My boo and my bestie are fighting you. Oh, it's gonna be hilarious. Any match with Shelton Benjamin is gonna be fire. That dude dude is just guaranteed to deliver. Just every match he's been in, I've just always loved it. They should bring Shelton's mama back. No, they shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. <laughs> Shut mama with the soup. Come on. That was com- comedian. That uh, is- comedian. What was it? Yeah, leave it leave it alone. Yeah. Leave that alone. That's on YouTube. I am I'm not even nope. Mm-mm. Nope. It's like with I barely remember that, so nope. And, uh, 
Uh, I made sure to erase that from my mind. Let me go ahead and do this real quick, ladies and gentlemen. Next, this coming Wednesday night, two days from now, live on the Roundtable Pros and Podcast, we're going to do something we normally don't do, but I want to do it anyway. <clears throat> a lot of you people may know former Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, New Japan, Pro Wrestling, Dragon Gate, CZW, and NWA Wildside star, Jimmy Rave. Jimmy Rave has been around for a long time. I've known Jimmy Rave for a long time. Um, Jimmy Rave is, you know, he fell on some bad times with some injuries, and he had to have an amputee. He had to have amputation. Um, career's over. His medical bills are racking up. So I would like to have Jimmy Rave on this Wednesday night to help raise money for his GoFundMe to help pay for some of these bills. So, to your friends, to everyone you know, tune in live Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Roundtable Person Podcast on BodySlam.net on YouTube and the Roundtable Person Podcast on YouTube. Go like, click, and subscribe. We need to do the right thing. Ladies and gentlemen, let's help him out. Let's get Jimmy Rave approved. Let's go ahead and raise some money to help this guy. He's given he's given his whole life to this wrestling industry. Let's pay it back. All right. That's all I want to say. Anyway, um, continue. All right. So uh, next up, <clears throat> we get Awesome Theory versus uh, Dominic Mysterio. And uh, a little bit of backstage, not a whole lot going on here. Um, but Awesome Theory defeats uh, Dominic with the ATL, which was like a spinning, uh, ends up with a knee to the face. Earlier, earlier, didn't Dominic, he came into the locker room. With yeah, Ray, he came to the locker room. He was, he was like, hey, let me take a selfie. Yeah. And so the, Austin yeah, did the Eddie Shemmy. He can go somewhere. Oh my God! Yeah, he did it twice. He did it <laughs> twice. Yes, he did. But you know what's really funny? <laughs> Dominic did it too. I mean, Dominic looked like a fucking idiot also. So I was like, oh okay. But when Ray did it, <laughs> when Ray did it, it was okay. Yeah. <clears throat> I was with it when Ray did it. I think it. Ray Dominic earned. Did, I was like, come on. <laughs> Ray earned the right to be able to do the shimmy. Dominic maybe, but not Austin. Mm-mm, mm-mm. I think Dominic inherited it. <laughs> I mean, there supposedly he was. Supposedly Eddie was his daddy, so. Yeah. So next up, we get somebody's uh, dog is our, active. That's my dog. Come here, Bob. Hey, I'm not. So we get all kinds of shut the up until I let her out of the room. Ah, dirty dogs, funny. Uh, RK Bro versus the Dirty Dogs for the uh, Raw Tag Team Championship titles. And uh, that's where we get the video package of the year. And then out come the Dirty Dogs. We get an RKO on Rude, a super kick on Randy, pin exchanges between Ziggler and Riddle. And then the finish happens when Riddle pins Ziggler with the Scradle. Okay, so I will tell you that exchange. Of roll-ups was yes. so fucking good. Yes. That right there, I agree with Cheryl. That match, I love that match. It was the match of the night. And I gotta say, Rude and Ziggler showed up and they fucking showed out. They did. I don't like Matt Riddle. I I I fucking can't stand I, I Matt Riddle. Totally but thought that about was you the... at the beginning of the match when he kicked off his sandals and the 
doves took off everywhere. Yeah, stupid. But it was over. It was over. I mean, that was the prop. That was the best match. That was yep. the best match of the whole night, in my opinion. Five stars. Oh, yeah, they, they were. Yeah, really, really good match there. Um, so, Dirty Dogs looked pretty strong. RK Bro, of course, came out on top. Um, and and this was not Randy finishing the match. This was actually Riddle finishing the match, and Randy actually kind of congratulating him on this. They were, you know, the fact that they were talking about Halloween. Yeah, <laughs> Riddle was like, "Yeah, bro, we can do this." We can do this. Yeah, bro, we can do this. And I'm like, if you say bro one more fucking time. He got ready to say it again. And Randy was like, hold on one second. We can talk about Halloween all night long until we're blue in the face. But first, we got to go out there and retain the titles. Thank God Randy Orton shut him up. Because if I heard bro one more fucking time, I'd have ran my head to mm, The scary thing is he's actually like that in real life. I know. <laughs> After five times, I'm gonna be like, okay, so that's one finger down for every bro. We have five. <laughs> there it is. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. Someone else that can't stand Randy um um Riddle. Shane. Oh, I've got a plethora of reasons to not like Riddle. Oh we yeah, can't I, yeah. We can't talk about that right now. But you know the nope. funniest line on Twitter that I saw tonight. And it made me it made me chuckle a little bit. Austin Theory was in the locker room with Dominic Mysterio. And a fan posted, is it okay for Austin 3 to be in a room with an underage kid? And then they were like, oh, wait. They were like, oh, wait, Dominic's over 18. Damn. Like, so wrong, so wrong, so wrong. Oh, man. Oh, fuck, I can't believe that didn't Ooh, make get okay. in my group. I pick that up. It was huh. out there on Twitter. It was out there on Twitter. Hey, I don't write the news. Wah, I just record it. <laughs> so anyway, um, the match is great. Five stars. Riddle and uh, and um, Dolph Ziggler was that amazing exchange. They it did. was pinfall. Pinfall. Yeah. It was so good. The transition was great. I don't like Riddle, but he showed his wrestling prowess. He showed that he can work with Dolph Ziggler, or maybe Ziggler, maybe Ziggler carried him. I don't know, but it was it, one of the two. But yeah, Ziggler carried everybody. Yeah, yeah. So after this was our fatal four-way letter match, and we had Rey Mysterio versus Finn Balor versus um, Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. No, when I first saw this match, my first thought was. They're gonna give it to Kevin Owens so they can keep him, because you know Kevin Owens' contract is coming up, and he the way he was going about, I need to win this match, I need to win this match. One of two things were happening: one, they were leaning into the fact that his contract is coming to an end, or two, that was him just being like, like Xavier Woods, like I want to be king of the ring. I. By the way, all hell King Woods. All hell King Woods. I 80-20 bought into that, but um it, it's, it's kind of funny actually. So out of the four people listed, I did not think that Ray Mysterio was gonna win. Um I did not think Finn Balor was gonna win. 
so between Seth and KO, I would have given it more to KO simply because of the fighting styles and the match that he and Big E would have had. Uh, but they give it to Seth Rollins instead. Well, there have been rumors. Rumors, about, you say? About Seth challenging for the title and working a story with Big E. Because at the end, at the end of the at the end of the ladder match, when Raw was going off the air, Big E came out. Big E came out, walked up to Seth. Seth walked up to him and shook. They looked at each other. They shook each other's heads, like "Yo, okay," and that was it. Rumors, rumors, or repercussions. That's right. Rumors and repercussions. Buddy. And Seth actually, right as we were starting the podcast, um, I had turned off the app, but Seth was actually getting ready to do an interview, and it looks like that it was on the stage. So I'm sure that's going to be that's probably already online somewhere. I think it was on Raw Talk. Well, I mean, um, speaking of which, um, need to definitely catch up on Raw Talk after this to figure out what who who all said what. Yeah, they said they were going to have Zelina. Who else was supposed to be on Raw Talk? Biggie and the Tag Champs. Um, hey, where did Ed wind up in terms of the uh, the draft? Oh, didn't he didn't he go back? Didn't he stay on Raw? Edge? Stay stay on Raw or you mean stay on SmackDown? I think he came to Raw. I think he's still on SmackDown. Hmm. Looking right now. It was kind of funny talking about um you No, know, he went to Raw. I thought. When when Because I was like they're gonna continue the feud on Raw. This and keep it going. No, it should, no, it's supposed to be squashed. They they kept on talking about during the cage match how that was the end of it. Like that this was the blow off. This it's WWE. The There's no such thing as a blow off. Yeah, I know. This is still, true. Come on. I mean, they're they're there's such thing as them being blow hards, but not a blow off. True statement. So remember, um, Seth was also saying to Big E that uh, when he was on SmackDown, <clears throat> the Universal Champion was scared of him. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was scared of the Universal Champ. Yeah, so uh, the Universal Champ, the Universal Champion is his old S.H.I.E.L.D. member, Roman Reigns. And they had little, you know, quid pro, quid pro quo going on, you know, a few episodes ago about, you know, who was challenging who and fighting who and whatever, whatever. So, um, you know, this make if, and I've said this before, if WWE had any interest in long-term booking, long-term, <laughs> long-term storytelling, this could come back to haunt Seth Rollins if Roman Reigns were ever to say, oh, what's this shit you saying about? I was scared of you. And that'd be great. It would never happen. It would never happen. They're interested in long-term booking also. And besides that, looking at Edge's contract, as he said, he signed a three-year if they want to put the belt on him to have him finish out that title reign, like he should have finished it out before he had to retire, 
Seth cashes in around Royal Rumble and, and somehow find a way to get him and Edge into a championship match. Edge wins that at WrestleMania, which means they'd have to make this year or next year's Royal Rumble winner uh, SmackDown. Yeah, There's always a, a, hmm. but here's the thing: do they have do they have elimination chamber on the uh, schedule for next year? Because I know that they just posted some changes. Uh, there's nothing in August, and they're lining up a pay per view to go the same weekend as All Out. Because SummerSlam is in July. <laughs> SummerSlam's going to be July this year, August or next year. Interesting. Absolutely nothing in August. Hmm. Actually, wow. I know they had nothing. In, I know they have nothing in December. In January, they're going to have two. They're going to have the Royal Rumble, and they're going to have um, year one. Or day one. Day, which, one. day uh, one. Which, from what I've read, is not selling at all, which is not a surprise because it's on New Year's Day, and New Year's Day is when people are going to be recovering and watching the Rose Bowl. They don't give a fuck about wrestling. <laughs> or hungover from the night before. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's actually kind of funny. I, I, I know what I intend on doing. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense to have a wrestling event on New Year's Day. You know, it okay, doesn't here's make the schedule. We'll just pull it up. It doesn't make yeah, sense to have a, on New Year's Day. So, WrestleMania is going to be divided again two nights, April 2nd and 3rd, which honestly I think is a smarter decision because having one eight hour event is. I've been to two WrestleManias and they get absolutely exhausting once you're once you're about five hours in. Uh, yeah, the WrestleMania then is May, that is true. That is true. Uh, May 8th, they have a pay per view in Providence. It's unnamed. Uh, pay per view in Chicago. Hey, on June 5th. But anything that's money in the bank, hope it's money. I'd love to go to one. Okay. Uh, July no, July second is Money in the Bank, so I have no idea what's going to be in June. July thirtieth is SummerSlam. Uh, September. Oh God! Oh, please bring that back. That was, oh my God! I don't care what anybody says. I don't care what anybody says. I loved that title. Um, September third or September fourth, pay per view at a to be determined location. That's rumored to be in the UK, uh, according to what culture I believe. And then the Survivor Series is going to be in Boston on Saturday, November 26th. So they're really going late with Survivor Series. Okay. Hey, uh, congratulations to Moose for becoming the new uh, Impact World Champion. This oh, week. man, I don't even want to talk about that. I'm so sad. They robbed my boy Josh Alexander, friend of the channel, Josh they Alexander, sure the rightful Impact Wrestling World Champ. They sure did. But... um. Yeah, so um, Raw was good. I give it a three and a quarter star. Look at you! I, I, I look out of, a, out of a, out of ten. I give it a three and a quarter star. Yeah. Oh, out of, out of ten. <laughs> I thought we we're going out of five. Wow. Right. I'm sorry. Look at you. You thought I was praising the brand again. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I do not like I do not dislike the WWE. I do I do like I do dislike really awful wrestling. And tonight was the season premiere of Monday Night Raw with a bunch of reruns because they had a bunch of matches that they've had before. Um, but they had some really good matches too. Um but the main event in the tag team match by far 
blew, blew it out of the water. Um, I just can't wait to see what happens on the fact on that they Friday. let it go a half hour. Like when they started it, mm-hmm. I was like, "Ooh, this is gonna be good. Some sh- it's about to go down." Right. A half hour ladder. It was a ladder match. It had tables. It didn't have any chairs. Tables. And ladies and gentlemen, chair. I will say this: this match was more extreme than the whole Extreme Rules pay-per-view. Yeah. <laughs> the night after Extreme Rules was, was more, more extreme, extreme. Yeah. than Extreme Rules. So let's see what they do. You know, they they brought Ke- they brought um, Bearcat Keith Lee back. They brought my boy T Bar back. Dominic Dijakovic. They need to put them together. They destroyed it at NXT. They were fucking amazing. They had some of the best matches at NXT. They should they put did. those guys together. They, they make money. Hey, you know what? We're gonna see the Bearcat versus T Bar head to head. Imagine imagine this is Rocky three. And you see the Russian glove and the American glove coming together oh and the explosion. Yeah. We're going to see the Bearcat versus T-Bar. The Bearcat versus T-Bar. It doesn't T-Bar. sound nowhere near as exciting as Rocky in Russia, but, you know, they'll they'll make something of it at some point. Well, be, if he dies, he dies. He be, if he dies, he dies. Wow. Tag teammate, <laughs> T-Cat. T-Cat. One thing <laughs> I can truly say this right now. Big E will be so excited for that match because it'd be two big dudes slapping meat. Two big, two big meaty men slapping meat. Man slapping meats. I don't know, man. It's just so it's his dream. It's, just, it's his absolute it's so dream. Long. It's almost like almost it's so big. The only thing would top it is like three or five Goldbergs in the ring. Oh my god. Someone will die then. <laughs> Hey, so so real quick, can I tell you? <clears throat> this is totally off topic. Wrestling fans, uh, of and and I'm I am one of you. Wrestling fans are the best fans in the world. Let me tell you why. I went to the PCW Ultra live event this past weekend in Wilmington, California, and we had the God JTG. Um, versus the modern miracle Steve Madison. Now, I don't know who the modern miracle Steve Madison is. <clears throat> However, he did look like a swole Bruce Willis. <laughs> <clears throat> did he die hard? <laughs> Let me tell you something. Oh, the come on. The crowd starts oh, that's Becky chanting. level. Hey, when hey, the crowd hey. starts to chant. Yippee Kaye. <laughs> oh man. I want you know I want you to do a, I want you to review a PCW because that show was off the chain and Dude, my boy Kevin Sullivan was there. So you know I, I was I was really trying to explain to my girlfriend who does not watch wrestling <clears throat> just how how wrestling fans are so fucked up, but just so into it like we we're gonna tell you like we love you we hate you all points in between but man um they were yelling uh they were chanting john mccain they were chanting yippee kaye just all all the bruce willis just all of it and it was hilarious it was fucking hilarious and, uh, 
JTG took the L. But well, it would have been even better as if it was happening it. around Christmas. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I will not hear otherwise. Die Hard is a Christmas movie. <laughs> Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I, dude, I tried telling someone that, and they were like, "That's not true." I said, "Look, every fucking Die Hard you've seen <laughs> has been around Christmas. He's always." And can I just ask you guys this? Why is it he always ends up with no fucking shoes on? That part I don't know. That oh outside God. of the first one, that never even occurred to me that he always ends up shoeless in them. Oh my God, shoeless! No, time. wait. One of them didn't. One of them didn't take. One of them didn't take place during Christmas. Um, the one that came out in the mid two thousands that had Timothy Olyphant. But I'm sorry, I'm you cut out there for a second. The, the one with Sam Jackson. Die Hard: The Vengeance. I think that one was supposed to be around. Uh, the Fourth of July. I think that's the only one that wasn't around Christmas. Time. That was die, I think that was Die Harder. Die Hard and then Die Harder and then Die Hard with a Vengeance. Yeah. Those I don't movies. remember. I just remember it was the mid 2000s. <laughs> Those damn old ass movies. Die Hard with the Vengeance. Yippee ki yay, motherfucker. Yippee ki yay. Yippee ki yay. Oh my Yippee God. Yippee ki yay. Oh, oh God. God, if he books a show out here, everybody's going to be screaming that. And they'll be going That's full. So no, it won't even be Yippee-Kaye. It, It'll be the full. It was hilarious. And I just I just sat there and I was just like, man, it, it, wrestling fans, it, it, gets, it gets no better than this. It gets no better than this. And if you choose to get in the ring and you're brave enough to be on that stage and to to put your skills on show for everybody, God bless you. Yeah. God bless you. Man. And you know me, man. I had the most fun this weekend in the world. I got to do it in a You know, unless you're that guy who gets in the ring and the first thing you ring, the first thing you say is, hey y'all, shut the fuck up. <laughs> wait, I mean, wait. But I did on. say, I did say. I've been waiting to say that for a very long time. <laughs> hey, look, you shut the fuck up. Look, it was a 21 and over show. Okay. So we usually don't use use foul language on TV, but we were All like, right. hey, it's a 21 and over show. It's not going to be on TV. It's going to be on pay per view. So we can say what we want to say. And as I'm in the ring, and I'm like, Miko, you beat my ass in Washington. Some chick in the crowd goes, fuck Washington. And I said, yeah, fuck Washington. <laughs> it was awesome. It was, look, ladies and gentlemen, it was one of the best nights I've had in 29 years of wrestling. I didn't have to filter my mouth. I could say what I wanted to say. And, uh, yeah, at one point, I got the crowd chanting, go fucking home, bitch. Go fucking home, bitch. <laughs> Yeah, it was a ruckus. It was rowdy. If you missed it, please uh, send a uh, send a uh, email to bcwbooker at gmail dot com. That is bcwbooker at gmail dot com. You can watch that video. You can watch. <laughs> you can watch all the craziness from BCW Worldwide presented the the return at the Holocene. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, if you if you missed it, you've got to go watch filtering. the match <laughs> where a guy gets a mouthful of thumbtacks. And the match just ends. 
Look, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you how mad I was after that. Let me tell you just how mad I was. I was the next match. <laughs> okay, I came out and as I'm in the ring, I'm kicking. Like I'm kicking uh, the thumbtacks out of the ring, right? Yeah. So during during Miko gives me the slingshot into the corner. And when I bumped backwards, my hand went across five thumbtacks. And I just looked at my hand and screamed F <laughs> as loud <laughs> as possible. The, the thing is the the, the dude was in the ring trying to clean up his much as he could after the hardcore match, you know, with the thumbtacks and everything else, and that was mild. He did what he could. He did what he could. That was mild. Um, yeah. So, anyway, um, thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us here on another edition of the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast. Remember, Wednesday night is a very important night for us. Please like, share, and sus- like, click, and subscribe. And do me a favor, ladies and gentlemen, share this with everyone. With everyone that you know, because we're trying to make we're trying to make it to where one of our own, a man who has gone out there for years and entertained you all. Why don't we help him? Why don't we work on a way to make money to help him take care of himself? You know, this man has lost a lot of um, a lot of uh. What's a good word I can use here? He's lost a lot of of just I really just can't tell you. When when you're in this industry and something like that bad happens to you, like your whole world comes apart. This man has been a professional wrestler for the longest time. And the fact that he's not able to do it anymore, that's a um He's lost a part of himself. More than a part of himself, he's lost himself. Yeah, you know, um, his light. Yeah, that's right. Um, so please, like, click, and subscribe. Join us this weekend, this Wednesday. Let's do this. Let's raise some money. Let's go out and do the right thing. How about that, ladies and gentlemen? Let's go do the right thing for the first time right in a thing. long time. Let's just make sure we do the right thing. Support indie wrestling, support indie wrestlers. That's right. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us here on another edition of the Roundtable Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your brother franchise. And for your boy, Chemical Julian, and for Morgan down there on the bottom, thank you very much for joining us. And we hope to see you on Wednesday night when we break it all down. AEW Dynamite returns Wednesday nights, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be off the chain. I'm finally happy that we get to do a Wednesday night podcast with the most exciting wrestling show on the air, AEW Dynamite. Um, And the one thing that I'm really proud about is that every week, every week here, you can watch us on certain, you can watch us in certain places. And Julian, like where? Tell them where they can watch us. If you're in the Portland, Oregon area, Every Monday night at 10 p.m., Channel 22, Xfinity TV, and Channel 8002, CenturyLink TV. Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m., Channel 23, Xfinity TV, and Channel 8003, CenturyLink TV, and Wednesdays at 9.30 p.m. on Channel 11, Xfinity TV, and CenturyLink TV. Man, and you know what? If you drive around your car and you want to listen to us, 
And you just like, hey, you know what? I really like those guys. I want to listen to them when I'm driving around, when I'm arguing with my girlfriend, and you know, when I'm out there pissed, just I need to get the vent, I need to get get a good laugh. You can find us on Google Podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and all the major podcast platforms. And you know what else you can do? If you like, click, and subscribe, and you join this, and you want to get all your cool-ass wrestling news, yeah. all you got to do Buy is net for all your wrestling news. This lady right here, she's writing some cool-ass articles, interviews, and all that good stuff for the for Bodyslam.net. Make sure you join it, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, it is www.bodyslam.net. If you like this hat right here. I like that. Is that 503 Originals? That's a 503 Originals. You can go to www.503originals.com. That is www.503originals.com for hats, beanies, all the cool-ass shit that you can wear to represent the 503. Represent your boy, the franchise. You can go ahead and do that. And you know what else you can do? Go to www.prowrestlingtees.com backslash rated. 2G. That's R-A-T-E-D dash 2G. Google's hats, t-shirts, all that cool shit. Help me support myself. Help me support this channel. And if you want to support this channel, you want to keep us going. You want to make sure that we can be on this show week after week after week. It's easy. Support the channel. Play this podcast. Click anchor.fm backslash roundtable podcast backslash support. Somebody's got to pay the bills here. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us again. And uh, we are out.